tell me who your two teams are and we'll do and which scene you want to do first. Okay, hmm. so I think uh, some warrior people should go with each team just so we're covered. So we take a fighter each. Do you want to come with me or should so, I take... Okay. So curious, you're leading the team to which farm? Jago. Jago. That's uh, the one with the kid and he's worried they're going to off his brother. Yes. And Macrion, you're leading the others. No, I'm with them. Oh, you're it's with me, them. Curtius, and Votilus. So it's Darina, Herminius, and Malachi to the farm that's our, that you suspect the blind girl has gone and been sacrificed. All right, so let's do uh, let's do Herminius, Darina, and Malachi. Let's do that scene first. So if you guys want to grab a cup of tea, you can. Um, so you, you, these farms are next to each other, so the bunch of you travel together. Up the road, and you realize these farms are not only close to each other; they're the um, the second and third closest to the forest. Um, the The closest to the forest was actually the farm you were staying at. So, as you get there again, um, you can see how different the area around this farm looks from the other. I mean, they're their crops don't seem wilted. Their animals don't seem, you know, seem healthy. Not, you know, not bursting with abundance. Not like, you know, just the, you know, not like you know, amazingly prosperous. They're just not as depressed as everywhere else. And you realize this is what a normal farm in this community should look like. Possibly, you know, a little bit better than normal for this plot of land. But like you can tell this family will be okay through the winter. They're not going to be, you know, rolling in dough. They're not going to have much profit, but they'll be comfortable and able to survive. Um, you see the smokehouse is going. Um, they've probably killed an animal recently. And, uh, you know, as you kind of come onto the property, uh, everybody kind of like looks at you and then looks away. Like no one's stopping you from coming onto the property, but nobody really wants to make eye contact with you. So I'm assuming there's probably a, uh, a main structure of sorts, right? There's a big kind of round house with a thatch roof where most of the family lives communally. Can I roll Um, for insight? Sure. An eight. What are you looking at? What are you, what are you curious about? People looking at us. Are they good poker face or just? They're ashamed. Got it. All right. Okay. They did something. So as you approach, uh, a man comes out of the main house, an older man. And he takes a breath looking at you as approaching the main house and uh, says... Alisa, my cousin, so nice of you to come. He goes, it's been a, it's been a, it's been an age since I've, you've come for a visit. And he comes over and he kind of kisses you on both cheeks. And as he does that, he squeezes your shoulder. I cannot believe it has been this long. He says, please, please, uh, you know, you, you know, come, you know, bring your husband and brother into the house. I grab my husband. I which was my husband anyway. Who do I get to Uh, just grab us on? We go in all smiles and dandy as we walk in. As as you go into the house, he closes the door and he nods to a woman. You 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 assume it's a wife or an older daughter. um, And she closes the shutters on on the windows in this room. And he kind of brings you into another room that's in the interior of the house where there are no windows. It's like the common room where the, the main hearth is. And he says, you should have not come here. Why? He says, it's dangerous. It's dangerous for you and it's dangerous for all of us. Why is it dangerous for you? He says, we have an accord. My, my farm will be left alone. We've, we've, I've done, I did what I could to save my family. So the accord is for you to do what you need to do and not to speak to anyone. I understand 
a certain part. I just want to know why I cannot be here and what that why that affects you. He says, we're not allowed to talk to outsiders anymore. Anymore? Even if you made the accord? Yes, especially if I've made the accord. Does anyone else know you made the accord? I'm sure everyone suspects. My farm's the only one not rotting on the vine. He says, we're not proud of what we did, but have you ever seen a child starve? Yes, no. I sure have. He says, then you know. He says, I, I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't. The thought of going through a winter where I knew a third of us wouldn't be here in the spring from hunger. If some creature didn't come out of the forest and kill us all in our sleep. He says, I love my daughter. I don't care what people say. But she understood in the end. She understood that she was giving her life to save all of ours. I have to live with that. And what proof did you have to show? He says, my farm remains untouched. He says, I don't have a single sick animal. Every other oh, farm. No, no. Yeah. I mean, in terms of to the spirit, what proof of your sacrifice did you have to show to it? There was no need for proof. He took her. Hmm. Did he do anything in front or other? Did he do anything in front of you or just took her away? The stag menaced at the base of the dry river bed in the forest. And he bid the girl to follow. She was blind, he said, to lay his hand upon her an- or his antler. And it led her away. Okay. She, she told me as she left that she forgave me and to take care of her brothers and sisters. Did you only ever speak to the, the dark stag? Yes. He says, don't you understand? If he sees that you're here, all of our sacrifices will be for naught. We'll have to renew the pack. Mm-hmm. Do you, he says, I, 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 I've lost one. I don't have to lose another for five years. He goes, if he knows you're here, he'll demand another. How long has he been coming and demanding from this village? Uh, only about f- three weeks ago. Have you ever heard of any other villages in this region having any such issue like this? No, nothing like this. How do you know he's watching? He seems to always be watching. You mentioned... Um, he says the one, the one man who went for help, he knew. And that family's gone now. They were good people. They were my neighbors. They're my friends. There were, there were 32 people on that farm. And how did they die? We boarded it. We, we, we closed our doors and boarded our windows. And we heard the screams. We waited and listened and prayed someone would make it out of the farm to knock on our doors and we'd give them shelter. But none of them did. I don't know how they die, but they didn't die well. Has anybody been to the farm since? Only you, from what I tell. I don't know what you want from me and I don't know what you want me to tell you. Because I, I, I am as trapped as a, as a, as a bear staked out in a field for hunters. Do you have any idea why this creature would come to your village and three weeks ago? Did something happen prior to that? No, nothing. Nothing that any of us did. Trust me, if we had offended uh, any god to bring this down upon us, we would have made whatever sacrifice necessary to remove the curse. One day the stag appeared. It, it, wanted, it wanted supplies. It wanted food and bread and cheese left in, on the standing stone. And it promised us, you know, rain and, you know, it, protecting us from blight. And when everyone ignored it, tragedy started to befall us. So it actually offered protection first. And then when that was refused, then it started asking for more. So, yes, pr- protection, like any collegiate, meaning mob, protection from itself. Mm-hmm. Things, things have always been hard, especially on my farm. But to, to, to make it harder still. Has anyone gone missing recently prior to this happening? Prior to this, no. I mean, sure, someone 
would get lost in the woods and, and possibly drown if there was a flood or, or a wolf would take someone, you know, who'd gotten too drunk and gotten lost coming home, but nothing out of the ordinary. Can I roll insight? I got a one. He is too emotionally exhausted to lie. I mean, he's trying to be strong for his family, but you can tell he's hanging by a thread. Um, and and him telling you this is a way to reassure himself that he made the right choice, but you can tell he's second-guessing himself at every turn. So no inkling if anyone else is with us right now? No. Okay. Not from him. He He appears to be honest. He says, is, is it true that you're a witch hunter? Is it true that you've come to put a stop to all of this? That is true. We are here to hopefully resolve this situation as quickly as possible. That is why we are here to visit you, to get as much information as we can in order to divest exactly what the problem is. He says, then please act quickly because it's only a matter of time before he knows that you are here. I, I don't want to lose any more of my children or grandchildren. He yeah, goes, and and it and he's and I know that he's got his and the stag has his sights on every farm in this valley. How do you know? He says I heard a lot of commotion on the neighboring farm this morning. Um, it seems that a blight has gone through their chickens, and uh, I think the stag is trying to consolidate its territory. It seems to be targeting the farms nearest to the woods. But it'll spread throughout the entire village, I'm sure. Why the woods? That's where it dwells. That's where we must take our sacrifices. That's where we must leave our tributes. By the riverbed that you mentioned earlier. Yes, the the base of the dry riverbed. Um, It only floods in bad weather. Is that by the old ruin? The riverbed empties into where the standing stones were, yes. Do you know what happened to those stones? The uh, soldiers knocked them down when they uh, drove the army sat, arm, when they drove the army uh, west. How long ago was that? Oh, my uh, great-grandfather's time. H- how did everyone feel about that? How do you feel about that? Um, I don't really have much of an opinion. Uh, I'm a Roman citizen. <laughs> He goes, these are things that happened two generations ago. Um, I'm not much for politics. I'm a farmer. What about the old inhabitants of the area? The druids who may have put the standing stones up. I'm assuming that the soldiers as well ran them out. I'm sure that they did. Um, As for druids, I I couldn't say when the last time a true druid uh, dwelled here. But uh, my people, the Artabates, have been on these lands for generations, hmm. uh, before the time of the Romans. You mentioned true druid. Are there ones that are not? Oh, you get a huckster and a hedge wizard every once in a while, you know, pulling a raven out of his sleeve, demanding some food or drink. No one with real power. Has anyone? I've seen done... my fish of them. Has anyone come by recently? No. Not in the past? Not in recent memory. Not since I was a boy. Gentlemen, do you have any other questions you wish to ask? I do believe that we have put this family through enough at this moment, and perhaps making our visit as short as possible as to not be seen might be a good idea. I I appreciate that. I strongly suggest we walk out the same way we came in. Greeting as such, just to save face. Yes. Which uh, which farm could you point us in the direction? He actually of which says, farm "Please let coming? me let me at least give you some food." He I, said, "I'm, I'm the only." He, he says, "No, I, I I insist." He says, "And if you see any of my neighbors, could you please take them some as well?" And he actually makes a basket of. You know, some salted meat and some uh, a few loaves of bread and a and a, a wheel of cheese. <laughs> and he says that you know I I'm untouched because of my sin. He says, but if I can spare my neighbors from having to go down the same path, I I would like to help you. That we will do for you. 
He says, and tell them that I have not abandoned my neighbors. Um, you know, I, I we, we had no choice. They have to understand that. We can hopefully we can act quickly so that we spare them from the choice that you have made. Okay, so that's your scene. I want to make sure we walk out and I scream goodbye, brother, and like not scream, but right, right. Uh, face <laughs> as we walk out just to ensure. Right, I, need, I need the three of you to make a luck roll. Oh, crap. And this is this is going to be important if you and you can't burn luck to make a luck roll. I got a four. forty-one out of sixty-five. I think uh, it's what like a crit. Yeah, fifty-eight out of sixty-five. Okay. All right, your visit will not be noticed. That's why I didn't make any promises. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'd be lying. So, meanwhile, at the Jago farm, what's our play as we uh, as As you come as you come over to the farm, you see that they're they're piling up chickens. And uh, in a ditch to bury them, they probably have about 30 dead chickens. You see people tending the sheep in a pen and they're they're frantically kind of uh, trimming away bits of fur and they look, you know, very upset. And, uh, you know, it, it, it and the whole farm, everything here is just muddy and trampled, and everyone here looks just defeated. Macron, before we enter the town, I was wondering, would there be a way to identify... I see a lot of people working. Presumably, some of them have their shirts off. Would there be ways to identify... Now, everyone's bundled up. It's November. Or markings, or... I mean, yeah. yes, it's a good thought. The, some... Um, Colts will use identifying marks, but I'm not sure unless it's quite visible that would be able to tell anything. I'm just hoping somebody during the, you know, whether or not it's a, whether or not there are cultists here, they'd be still working to try and take care of all this. They might let something slip. Perhaps right? uh, we should be on our guard, of course. Um, the stones will be interesting mm-hmm. to, to look at later if they are inscribed. Yeah. Um, we may be able to glean some information there. Hmm. But what is our play here aside from information? Um, I would like to just, for my part, observe the people, the animals, anything to see if there's natural signs of any kind of poison or foul play. Like not just, okay, Oh, these chickens, these animals just suddenly came down. They were somehow sabotaged. I'm still working the sabotage angle, Lou. Good play. uh, We should be able to hopefully rule that out then, yes. Okay. So as you guys come onto the property, you notice people have noticed you. You know, they don't get a lot of strangers in a small rural, you know, village like this. And uh, immediately, word goes out and you see younger people running and, 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 you know, going towards the main house. And before you even get to like the main house or, or deep into the farm, you see about half a dozen men with, um, with pitchforks and uh, thrashers. And they, they point at you guys and they said, you did this. Get off of our property. So Macron looks to, to Votimus and Courteous and he just, you know, sort of puts his hands up and he says, I believe that the problems here started long before we arrived. We wish he, to help if we may. He says, you've done enough. He says, you see what's going on here? He says, I have maggots eating my sheep. He says, most of my chickens are dead. The ones that aren't dead are sick and will be soon. He says, my hay is, is it, it, it just, you came to help and you just made things worse. How are you going to solve this? Do you really think we made this worse? Don't you think that this would have happened no matter what? Unless you started killing your own family members? 
Make a persuade. That's not a bad argument. <laughs> and I, I keep telling you guys to look. I, I give the thumbs up. I'm, I'm assisting. <laughs> okay. But I actually rolled a six. <sighs> he says, I don't see how we have much of a choice now anyway. I was like, I'll speak up. It's like, sir, is there anybody? I'm a doctor. Is there anybody on your farm that possibly I could help? Anybody who's unwell? I would like to try and help, even if it's just on a person-to-person. Okay. Um, At that point, you see the kid that you spot that kind of came to you for help, and he just, like, tugs on his his father's arm, and he whispers to him, and his father glares at him, and he's like, he just says in Brythonic, you know, please, what harm could he do? The man's a doctor. Ooh, can I I roll? I have 30%. Sure. Oh, I got a 21. <laughs> okay. Um, he says, thank you for your kindness. My s- younger son is a little under the weather. Um, oh, if you- yes. Gladly. I'd gladly take a look at him. And um, They let you into the house, and uh, there's a, a sickly child here, and uh, we can roll a medicine. Okay. I make it. Okay. Um it appears that he has um it, it, it's it's basically a, a low level uh a, a, a weakness in his lungs a sickness in his lungs with you know hot food rest warm bedding um he could be fine in a week but you think what did you roll did you roll a hard success no no just a regular success um, there may be some underlying reason for the persistent nature of his illness. Um, but you, could, you think you could cure this bout fairly easily under the right conditions. But whether he gets sick again in a few weeks or a few months, you know, you're not sure why he's susceptible to these illnesses. Um, do they have separate rooms? Does he share a room with his brother? Uh Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, can I see where they where they stay? You. Okay. You want to do uh, some investigation and roll yeah. another medicine? Yes. Okay. That is a that is a hard success. Okay. Thirty out of eighty. Give me one second to look something up. Okay. Okay. So you're looking over you're looking over at all of this you know the the environmental causes and and this that and the other and then you notice the uh kid when he talks he has a weird odor to his breath mm-hmm. and you ask to see his teeth and he has a, a a rotten molar that's probably causing uh persistent infections that's you know going into his lungs and making him sick Um, with a minor surgical procedures of pulling the tooth um, and giving him some decent care. You think you could stop these reoccurring infections. Okay. I relate all of that to the father and just, you know, um, if he would like to, if, you know, if I could take him, if I could just, you know, I, do I have a clean spot here that I well clean? I, I don't really know this. <laughs> no, this place is is wrecked. Um, yeah. You could perform it here, but the conditions are are so damp. Yeah. Um, that you don't think this kid will. You could do this. You could do this. You could pull the tooth. Or does and, this get infected? Yeah. The the infection it'll be very dangerous after you pr- remove it because it'll have to be monitored to keep the infection from spreading rapidly. Like there'll be a, it, it probably would be better to like nurse him through this set of infection, this illness, and then pull the tooth. Right. But you know, these are, this is treatment that will take weeks. Like you mm. could make this kid better and cure his, his recurring problem, but it would take conditions that they can't provide here at this time. And it okay. would take you a couple of weeks. All right. I relate that to the father and say that um, as far as his child being sick at, due to the 
due to the the curse, really he just has a bad tooth. He says, no, he's he's always been sickly. Ah. Um he was like I, this I'm before gonna... the stag came. Yeah. <sighs> Would that I could find such an easy solution to all of the sickness here. Um He says unfortunately have... one is being offered. Do you have a pri- um do you share a well with any of the other farms? No, we have our own. You have your own? Um, could I possibly take a look there? You do, but it seems fine. Okay. You don't find um, any environmental cause for the blight. As I'm going, I try to be as subtle as possible, but not really. I mean, am I seeing anybody, the same people watching us all the time as we're moving around? Make a spot hidden. Give me this one. Can I burn luck for this one? No. Sure. Okay. Um, let's see. Let me just do some of that math. Some of that there fancy math. I got to drop it by. Tw- I got to burn twenty-five luck. Who? Ooh. I wouldn't do that, dude. Yeah, <laughs> no. that's a lot. Yeah. No. Okay. I fail. You I have fail. people with you. You could tell yeah. them to be looking too. Yeah. No. No. I like. I give them the. I give them the subtle version of. Yeah. Keep an eye out. <laughs> can I can I use my spot for that then? Yes. Okay. I rolled a three. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like sitting over here, like I'm still, you, I'm still using my courteous, courteous is like, suspicion that someone on this farm may be in league with the forces. You you don't see that panning out. Everybody who's looking at you, um, is is looking at you with a mix of skepticism and hope. No one seems, you know, to be sizing you up or, you know, these are our simple, you know, farmers. They're not, they're not usually socially subtle. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't see any signs of, of like people sending a messenger off into the woods while you're here. Um, everybody seems really concerned with taking stock of what has been damaged or infected or blighted overnight. Um, so Dick Dastardly isn't off to the corner rubbing his hands while no, he laughs. No. Okay, just no, just in case. <laughs> Macrion asks. Then he says, um, "Has anyone in recent memory been to the Standing Stones?" He says, "No one goes out that way. That that area is, you know, since the time of my grandparents, no one's gone out there." Do you know whether or not there are any markings upon the stones? Has anyone said? Is there I laid eyes on the stones once. There are markings upon it. Um, when I was a younger man hunting, following a wounded stag, I thought that it would be crueler to let the beast die and 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 rot than risk the taboo of following it near the stone. But that was in my youth, and I ne- and I went nowhere near it. I got close enough to see see it, but went nowhere near it. Hmm. And there have been um, no druids in these parts for many years. No true ones. Hmm. Do you get many uh, outsiders that come through the area? He says, no, we don't even have a, a road linking us to the main road. Um, Curious? Quick question. Have any, over the last few weeks or maybe the last couple of months, have you had many visitors from Aqua Salinas? From- we never get visitors. No one, no one even... Almost no one even knows that we're here. Like I said, we don't have a, you know, we don't have a link to the main road. Yes. And there's nowhere here to, uh, you know, there, there's nothing here for people to visit. We're not prosperous enough to sell our, our produce or our livestock elsewhere. We're, you know, we pretty much raise what we need. There are times that we'll go into town to... um purchase something we can't produce here but it's very rare yeah he said i doubt most people even know this village exists 
And no, so, no patrols from the town. No? None, never. Except when we just came. You were the first soldiers we'd ever seen. Well, you know, in the town. And there isn't nobody from Aqua Salinas coming from there to here, but the one, the one young man who, unfortunately, I seem to have brought to some ruin by except by except by offering to help him um have other villagers gone to that town for supplies to work um yes every once in a while someone will go to aquasileus but it's it's very infrequent Hmm. um usually if someone's sick and they need to go use you know make an offering at the temple and visit the healing waters um you know if we if someone were getting married and we wish to purchase a, a bottle of fine wine to celebrate, we'd send someone. But um, for us, it's it's quite a, a trek. We don't have many, you know, we don't have horses here. Um, so it's, it's usually more than a day's walk. Um, as he's talking, just all the things I've asked him about people coming and going from the village insight to see if he's being very, very good. Please don't bone this roll. No, no, I make it. Regular. He's hiding. He's hiding something. <sighs> Any idea what along what path he's hiding? No. He gets nervous every time he mentions that that people probably don't even know this town exists, and that we don't have a link to the main road. Well, um, I mean, we did come off a trail from the main road. <laughs> yeah, the boy did travel here directly. So, mm-hmm. and he stole a horse from a. A merchant on the road. Yeah. From a merchant on the road. Um, do merchants come through here often? No. He says no. And you also notice he mentioned that soldiers never come here either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, that's... But, and I suspect that's a lie because didn't they come in and destroy the... Uh... That was like uh, okay. ages and ages and ages ago. I'll, I'll allow you guys to make an idea roll. That's a standard INT check. Yeah, that is a hard success. Okay. 10 out of 75, I got an extreme. When he says that no soldiers or officials ever come here, um, you're like, well, doesn't your tax assessor come once a year? Yeah. That'd be a Roman official with probably a couple of soldiers. And they definitely don't miss that appointment. <laughs> yes. So, so Bakker just like turns and looks at him and says, but... You you are good Roman citizens, yes. I, the tax collector does not come he, he, at least once he, a year. You see the blood drain away from his face. And he says, I suppose they would if they knew the town, the village was here. They could miss it. And how would they miss it? He says, we're just a small speck off the main road. Uh, like I said, we don't have much dealings with outsiders. And, says, it, it, and none of us are really volunteering to uh, go into Aquasileus and fill out paperwork. I mean, most people were barely getting by as it is. If we had a tax, if we had to pay taxes every year, um, half these farmsteads would uh, fail. Has anyone in the surrounding area, anyone that you're familiar with, not as happy with Roman rule as a good citizen such as yourself? Not that I know of. It's not that we're not. It's not that we aren't happy with Roman rule. It's just, I mean, why should we pay taxes? We don't even have a link to the main road. Let me let me put this to you. If there was, if the town, if they knew of the town and insisted you pay taxes, that could be ruinous, especially since Rome insists on a specific tax rate. If someone else came and offered to take a lower rate in exchange for not exposing your town <coughs> would that had is that a conversation that you've ever had with somebody no we've never had anybody uh, we've never had to bribe an official they just don't know that we're here um, they didn't know you were here right He says, it also is part of the problem. If we were on the tax rolls, we could go to Rome for official help. Um, We can't. 
we haven't paid, you know, this village hasn't paid taxes in generations. It's not like we can ask Rome to send food relief when we're not on the tax rolls. He says, we'll either, you know, we're like it or not, we're because of that, we're all on our own here. And because and of the year we're having, half of most of us will, you know, likely starve if we don't acquiesce. And made more vulnerable to outside forces that could take advantage of you. Rome I, is... He says, I suppose you're right in that respect. Rome is harsh, but there is a fairness to them. I suppose that under the right circumstances, they could be convinced to be lenient with you in exchange for help dealing with a subversive element such as this creature attacking you know, attacking Roman citizens. I mean, I suppose we would be amenable to speaking with a with our, our local tax collector if we had a an ally, if we had an, a good Roman citizen such as yourself willing to speak up for us and explain the I situation. Would be, I would be more than willing to I would be more than willing to add my voice to helping you. Do you think that that they would send aid? He says many of these families are, are on the will be on the brink of starvation come first snowfall. I think Rome sees the villages in the I think it sees Britain and the villages here as an investment. And with the proper with the proper arguing, they can be they can be convinced to support their investment here. Make a persuade. That is a success. He says, he offers his hand. He says, I'll speak to the other, I'll speak to the other families quietly. Um, I, I don't know how much time we have, but we're it, going it, to start trying to work on that end of things. He says, I'll make sure that no one, I'll, I'll make sure that everyone holds their ground for a few more days. Thank you. He says, I, I appreciate what you're trying to do for my son. Thank you. Um, he can be he can be helped. There is an underlying issue that can be fixed, but right now we have to deal with this. So, and then I promise I will come and try to, at the very least, teach you what you need to know to give him the treatment he requires once it's safe to do so. Right. Like if this kid was in Aquasileus, he'd be fine in two weeks. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's known for their healing springs. There's a lot of you know, medical facilities there, but in a damp, you know, environment such as this, uh, it would be, it'd be riskier. So you, you've now solved the riddle of why the stag chose this village. Mm -hmm. Because it's not contact with Romans. Doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, they feel vulnerable and they're being taken advantage of by somebody, by, you know, by mafia. <laughs> Except that now the Romans know about it. Well, they will, Lou. Well, the soldiers are here. I don't know yeah, that the they're... Yeah, the soldiers went back. They're going to report all that. Yeah, they'll probably have to make a report. And then somebody yeah. might say, you guys were where? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but then again, they may not. The town is avoided, you know. Well, they lost two people. They're making this report. Yeah, they've got to make a report. Yeah, like those, those soldiers were worth money and training and all kinds of things. That's not going to get. <sighs> going to be a field supervisor. Now we all have to do is figure out now. All right, so we can say that these two scenes are, are done, unless you had anything else you wanted to do at this farm? Um, not, not in front of these people at Macrion. I'd like to just basically confirm whether we believe that if this is an outside force, not not in front of these people. I don't want to say it in front okay. of them. So you're leaving this farm and heading back to meet up with everyone else and you could have that if conversation that's, that's away from everyone. Macrion and Votamos. Yes? Yep. Oh. All right. Yeah, and then we can meet up and, you know, <laughs> go to the uh, ruins. Yeah, I mean, if you want to have the conversation before we meet up with them, then yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, just, right, just yeah. to basically confirm something we chatted about that... Um, do we think it's an outside druid or is it a cultist inside of Aquasileus taking advantage of these people? Um, they say they haven't seen anyone. They don't get any visitors. So it doesn't seem 
as if someone through here has put the screws to them, but it is possible. Now, I don't think we have enough, we've gathered enough information as to the actual, what's going on. So we have to hit those ruins. Um, that is one of the biggest red flags out there. Uh, I think we'll find information and that may confirm whether or not it's a person doing this uh, that has brought um, this ruin to the town or if it's something that's naturally occurring. It certainly doesn't seem natural by, by all accounts. Uh, whether or not it is a magic user who has reanimated the, the stag or if it is some elder creature that is using the stag for its own purposes, that is yet to be determined. Or a cultist trying to bring back a dead religion. That is also true. We have a mundane, well, not mundane, but we have your garden variety confit. We have your garden variety protection racket, rebe uh, possible fermenting rebellion against Rome, or an act trying to get worship. Who? I, I think it's more like either uh, the bringing back of a dead cult or religion, or um, or something, or they've upset something. Um, I don't think it's a rebellion against Rome because it's not trying to entice rebellion at all. It's trying to keep them quiet, as quiet as possible, without contact. Uh, so I got, or in, And it's not asking them for any kind of monetary return. It's asking for human sacrifice. That, that and, and food tribute. And food tribute. That doesn't, that, that's not wealth. That's food tribute and, and sacrifice. That's more... Oh, it can feed, you know, feed humans, you know. They're taking people, and if they have their own people, it's taking, you know. Gold is only useful if you can go, if you can buy food with it. So they're taking just, they're foregoing the, the, the money and taking just the the goods they were going to purchase with it. I'm, I lean almost towards a criminal enterprise. All right, uh, so I'm going to say that you guys are all back together, and you can share this information. Uh, um, you're back at the farm. Um, these all of these meetings have taken the entire morning, so it's now like mid towards midday. Do we do we even know that uh, the people that have been sacrificed are actually even dead? We don't. What if something else is happening with them? Getting sold you don't. Off, all you know is that one person got led away. The only people that we know. Who do we know that's actually been killed? Uh, the soldiers, but that would kind of make sense because they're a threat. You know, if we're going with Curtius's suggestion that this is a racket, um, it would make sense to the soldiers. Did we see the whole the whole household that was killed? Did we see those bodies at all? That we couldn't find uh, human bodies. Curtius looked, but couldn't find any uh, any are remains. I would mean back there. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm going to go back and look more closely. Darina, do you want to come? Yeah, Darina, whoever else is good at looking at that kind of stuff. I'm good. Uh, I as well would be I very interested in searching this area. All right, so you're going to spend a, about an hour combing over the ruins of the farm. Everyone make spot hiddens and tracking rolls. I would like to. I'm not looking for bodies necessarily. I want to look for marks and markings. On the on the barn on the house if it's there's still a house there. I made the spot here hidden, but I did not make the tracking. Okay, you're gonna need you're gonna need hard or hards or extremes. On which tracking? Oh wait, out of seventy seven. Yeah. I had a I had a hard <laughs> spot hidden. Spot hidden. No, nothing on tracking. Mm. I got a hard on tracking. I failed my spot. All right. All right. I'm a hard on yeah. spot. All right. So now that it's daylight. Because, Curtius, you looked this over at twilight. Um, yeah. Now that it's midday, you start to see signs in the wreckage that people were here, like blood, uh, ripped clothing. You find a, a, a severed hand, but it looks like the bodies have all been taken. Um you, those of you who made a hard tracking, you see, even though it's been like three days or four days and there's been rain, you do manage to spot a number of these large cloven hoof prints 
leading away, you know, here and there around the farm. And they seem to uh, either come from or go back to the forest. It's hard to tell because it doesn't have a standard gait of a four-legged animal. But it it definitely looks like hoof prints. Normal size. Massive hoof prints. Curious? Um, As far as the body parts that I found, um, the severed hand, does it look like it was cut or was it torn away? You. Because that would look like if somebody used an actual weapon to cut it. Oh, it was it was it was bludgeoned away. It looks like it looks like someone had their arm trapped under a fallen beam and then had their body pulled away and the hand was left under you know, gripping almost like ripped out of the socket. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, that was what I was trying to confirm. Because like, you know, dark young don't use swords. They <laughs> no, this was dragged, it was pulled out of the socket. The hoof prints. That you said had a strange gate. Is it like the gate of something that um, that maybe was a disguise, and they were trying to make it look like they were walking? Did you make one of the tracking rolls? No. Then you got no idea. <laughs> I did make my tracking roll, but it wasn't a hard. Yeah, I had yeah. A, I had an extreme untracking. Yes, you're fairly certain that whatever left these tracks had three legs. And the creature you saw had three legs. Oh, yay. Okay. And that was my question is whether or not the footprints matched the size of the, the stag. No, 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 no. So they're they're bigger than what the elephantine. stag is. These are elephantine prints. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. What? The, the dark massive cloven footprints. Wait, wait. Can I? Can I? The stag uh, did not do this. Can I recall, um, Oscar, from my previous experience with that very large thing that I encountered and set fire to one time? Did it have three? It did three have cloven. three legs. Three cloven, oh. three massive cloven hoof prints. Ah, no! So your suspicion has just gotten a little zeroed in that this may be another one of those creatures that you encountered so many years ago. I'm making the- a sanity roll. The creature that still haunts your nightmares. O six. I rolled an O six. How much do I lose? You're fine. <laughs> you just have I to just deal with your internal massive, demons. That's all. A massive shiver just goes up my spine. Internal screaming. And no. you know, and well, at least you have an idea of what it is. Your scars have calcified. <laughs> <laughs> but I. Um... Okay. Oh, if that's what it is, then now uh, game over, man. <laughs> so I, I wanted to take a, a detailed look at the who's just for curiosity reasons. Um, just so if we do go out anywhere, I'd be able to spot them a little bit better. Okay, <laughs> all out. So, okay. what would I roll for that or nothing? Oh, it's fine, you don't need okay. to roll for that. Well, considering the fact that it is now 11 p.m., I, I, I don't think you, we have time to do a full scene of heading off into the, the dark forest. Yeah, we want um, to try to do that during daylight, too. <laughs> right, yeah. You'd, you'd probably get towards the dry riverbed as the sun was going down. Yeah. Oh, that's a perfect time. Yeah, right. Uh, what just thinking ahead what's it going to take to make flamethrowers with the technology we have available um if someone made a craft roll and had and had a a, a repair device roll and had the necessary materials you could make flaming pots which would basically be a clay pot filled with lamp oil covered with uh, you know, an oil-soaked skin that you then throw and shatter. You light the fur on fire and you throw it and shatter. They're extremely dangerous to handle if you don't know what you're doing, and none of you have experience with them. <laughs> really? I do I have craft like potion. You have craft potion. I do, yeah. And I mean, I was that. Champion I don't think you know how to make Greek fire. So I, I was the in repair device. Device, sorry. Right. You don't know if they have clay pots here, and you don't know what kind of supplies of oil they have in this village. 
Um, these are all common things you can get in Aquasileus, but you know, that's a bit of ways. Curious? All right. Bear with, bear with, hear me out. <laughs> I'm well learned. A replica of Archimedes' death ray. You? No. <laughs> that was the How last mirrors do these that people was the have? Last campaign we color? played when you when you got when you found the Athenian death ray in a in a cave. <laughs> I, I, su- I suggest I did the death ray the- once. That's not this adventure. <laughs> I suggest go back to my plan A. We just bring that scrawny kid that came and visited us last night and just put him out in the woods. <laughs> brum, brum, done. Wait. I have an arms dealer. How do I not know how to make this? Like, come on now. <sighs> because well, they make it for you. <laughs> you have an arms dealer? That's so cool. You buy yeah, it from someone. You don't, you know, you don't have make feeling, weapons. I have a feeling this might be a case where Austin and, would and love hunt, to And hunting werewolves with flamethrowers. Werewolves are usually where there are other people. It's not, you know... I'm, I'm Adamus, uh, if I want to put Greek fire in the middle of a forest. No, I'm saying burn the whole forest down. That's what I'm saying. Just, you know. Yeah, but there might be people in there still alive. Yeah, right. Please. <laughs> you didn't see I'm what reaching. I saw. And keep in mind, it is November, and it's been incredibly wet. Mm. Oh, well, yeah. Right here. <laughs> Curses. Foiled again, Oscar. <laughs> Can't we just throw torches at it? Just like <laughs> Well, you could you could throw bottles of you could throw vials of oil and hurl a torch at it, sure. You don't have to go through the whole thing of making a firebomb. But then again, how many torches do you have? How much oil do you have? I have what, twelve torches. I got a bottle of torches. I got, I got double fist it. Yeah. Actually, I, I have a well, I have a clay lamp. And I have a 65 and throw. Well, you do throw javelins. Yeah. This is really, this is coming along. <laughs> All right. Uh, what if a plan is forming? I wonder if what if we build, hit. what if we build a trebuchet? No. And just, <laughs> there's actually a skill for that. And I'm sure no one of you have it because I would never give siege, siege engine Engine, you know, siege engine construction engineering to any pregen. <laughs> that would be like making a pregen character that he's there you a go. You could aim it for us. That works for like you know the dy- the company that does dynamite. No, you you, you do your characters does not have craft of dynamite. Like as I've already just suggested a death ray. So yeah, no, I I know he's not going. To. It's the Roman version of Tony Stark. Right. <laughs> Which was Archimedes, yes. <laughs> um and now my 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 spear is special, so hopefully it'll become in handy. It's my enchanted? Spear. It's enchanted, your, yeah. Oh. So you do have an enchanted weapon. Does anyone else have an enchanted weapon? Right, Malachi, Malachi, your your club, five. right? Wait, yeah, I thought we all got something from those. Hey, Macrion has face. a special face spear. Yeah, I have a face. <laughs> I have a face spear too. No, yeah, those jerks gave me something. I don't remember what it was though. I don't remember what it was either. <laughs> I have a I have a knife. I have something called Charm of the Sun. I don't know what that does though. I never found out. But... Oh, I, I think it was like it was like a minor magical item that gave you a bonus dice on something. Oh, yeah. It's a bonus die against magic. Okay. All right. Um, I think this was a very investigative heavy session, but mm-hmm. you had a lot of answers to get, and you know now you understand the, the crisis of the town, and you've negotiated some allies. You know, you've, able, you've been able to get them to at least give you the chance to resolve it. But you realize how desperate their situation really is. They, you know, they can either go along with this thing or they can starve. And because of their tax situation, seeking help from the authorities was not an option. And really isn't at the moment either, because that's going to take time. And that's something that we don't have. Right. Uh, so- once the crisis is averted, you'll have the fallout crisis of getting them recognized and, you know, getting a tax assessor to come out and be merciful and also a tax assessor to come out, be merciful and loan them money to get them to spring. 
So you might want to pick the character with a lot of fast talk or persuade to negotiate that one. Yeah, that's not going to be me. I can threaten them, but I'm I mean, would it be, could we use status for that? Yeah, status is good, too. You could use status to throw your weight around, yeah. Wait, how much would they need? Village of 200 people to feed them through the winter. If you managed it well and made a bargain roll, I would say anywhere between 500 and 1,000 Cersei. How much money did we get from... We got a thousand each. I yeah, thought. I was gonna say, like, not to. We could probably help them out with that. Worst comes to worst. Yeah, can you help a brother out? Sure, with that much money. <laughs> well, not all of us still have that much money, but like Malachi sent most of his back to yeah his family, and I think most of Hermanius is is with a prostitute in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, isn't it always um, the way? The, they, he he had a lot of fun when in that stopover in Londinum. I, I got twenty five. It's staring to my name. Where yeah, they 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 ended up finding a a a gambling den with a brothel upstairs, oh, and they were there for a few nights in a row. Well, I mean, we could we could offset it, right? So maybe they wouldn't need as big of a loan. Yeah. You know, maybe we could use that to our. Or you could talk to literally. You could try and you could fund their efforts yourselves. Without um, having to get a tax or make person. or make a deal and go halves on it with the tax assessor. Yeah, yeah a quick a, a a gift to the tax assessor would not go awry. That would grant a, a gift to the tax assessor would grant you a bonus dice. A gift to the tax assessor with willing being willing to pay half of what they need. Would be two bonus dice. Yeah, well, you've got to survive everything in the forest at that point. So, so let's shelve this conversation. Tell <laughs> the villagers we pay for everything, keep us alive. Throw so, so the next session was probably going to be the horror of the forest, mm. and the session after that will be the horror of Roman taxes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry we didn't get into any combat, but I think that. There was a lot of investigating to 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 get to. Yeah, but I think you did great. You really found out everything you really needed to. So this is Cthulhu. Yeah. We're fighting all the time. Then we're kind Something's of doing it gone wrong. Yeah, yeah. This is the smoothest Cthulhu adventure has ever gone. Well, you guys are all. This is like an all-star team. You you know. You know, these aren't some randos I picked up at a con. These are all my, you know, my, you know, talent, talented people who are new to my game and my my hardcore bros. So yeah, <laughs> this is a Cthulhu Invictus Dream Team right here. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm glad that you you grasped the desperation of these villagers. I mean, they're not they're not siding with this you know, these cultists because they have much of a choice, you know, they, they, which I think is the, the really sad part of the whole thing, you know? Hmm. I mean, I, I feel like we probably have to try to somehow then shield the, the farm that took the deal, you know, assuming we live and we get to tax assessor and all that other stuff that they don't suffer repercussions when they feel like, you know, they well, had no other if, if, if you guys talk them up to the others and say, we couldn't have done this without their help, you know, that would just take a persuade role or an oratory role. And frankly, they're the ones that are going to have to live with what they did. Yeah, I mean, if this goes Curious? the way that, uh, that Herminius and Curtius are thinking too, and they are, they're being duped, basically, I don't think anybody is going to be like, well, I mean, you got away with you know only killing one child like yeah <laughs> that's true too i guess <laughs> curious courteous um i think that yes the the family that sacrificed the child if the child's even dead but the family that sacrificed the child they are trying to they're not like trying to be lords over the town or take over or you know wear antlers on their head and be kings <laughs> trying to spread the wealth around right you know, 
a villain in a story I wrote, they'd be wandering around in antlers and goat leggings. <laughs> their weight around. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. They, they'd be eating human flesh at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when <laughs> Uh, have you praised the stag today? You... All right. So uh, I think we have some announcements. And Yes. So uh, we want to thank everybody for uh, for checking this out. Uh, we do have coffee for sale, for sale still. Uh, it's the legendary brew. It's a nice, easy drinking, medium roast. I'm, I have to put in an order. I've been forgetting all week. So I have to put that in. I'm almost completely out. So that's going to suck. Um, if you use the code LEGENDS10, you get 10% off your order, and shipping is always free. That also applies to the other birds' brews as well. Uh, the, the Night Owl blend is a fantastic dark roast. I don't do the dark roast anymore because there's not a lot of caffeine in it, and what's the point, kind of, right? Like, I need all the caffeine I can get, so whatever. Um so do that. Uh, we have our Patreon. So if you would like to throw a couple of Cisterciar away or some, you know, fishy smelling, maybe oddly colored gold, if you have that laying around, that's cool too. Uh, if not, you know, again, this is a time of COVID when we're recording, so completely understandable. Um, it is what it is. Uh, but uh, ratings and reviews on iTunes are free and they help us out a tremendous amount. People are getting all their Spotify wrap-up stuff end of the year. So, you know, reviews and places like that are immensely helpful for us. Uh, if you're listening to this, if you're watching this live in the next couple of days, month or so, uh, the uh, Lovecraft Arts and Science Council is doing a GoFundMe right now. Uh, Providence is a, a, a tourist destination um, they are taking a hit as well right now with all the COVID stuff. Uh, this, the, uh, the building that the Lovecraft Arts and Sciences building is in is completely empty except for the bookstore at this point. Uh, they're doing a GoFundMe right now to raise some funds to pay taxes, pay for stock, pay their employees. And if you enjoy going to conventions, and hopefully we get to do that next year, Necronomicon is next year. So we want to make sure that there is some fundage for that as well. Um, that is an amazing convention. If you've never been, you should go. Uh, it's a lot of fun. All of our people are there. It's a really great weekend. It's, Lala, it, it's, it's Woodstock for Cthulhu nerds. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's our Coachella. Right. Uh, Niels, Niels is, is the head of that whole operation. And, of course, there are many sundry people that, that help along with that. And they are all volunteers. So if you are so inclined, uh, they can use your help right now. You know, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever, it, it helps to go a long way uh, just to make sure that the, that they stay open. So we hope that you do that as well. Do that instead of giving us money for Patreon, because quite honestly, I'd rather go to Necronomicon next year. <laughs> so, uh, Especially now that we found the, the Tiki bar. Yeah, yeah I know, right? Gonna, well, I don't know. Are we going to share a big giant copper bowl? Oh, hell yes. Hell <laughs> I don't yes, know. Do we you want to do that? <laughs> We we'll be inoculated by then. They say that every as American as, yeah. could be knock, inoculated by June. So well, as long as everybody Necronomicon is in August, I'm, I'm hoping to have my 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 you know you know my vaccine in June. And alcohol is what? sterile. <laughs> <laughs> if it's high enough sterile. proof, hell yeah. <laughs> I need, I need to be around my people. I need to do karaoke in a room full of Cthulhu nerds. Nice. Once every two years for my soul. Yeah. Right, sure. Oscar. We'll we'll do our best to to make your your soul's needs met. <laughs> and, and and we're updating live as we're we're in the chat here. So the 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 fundraiser is halfway to its goal right now. So that more than half. Well, oh, more than half. Yeah, more yeah. than half. Great. So we, I've been thinking at it. Doing that. Um, and I should also point out, there's a link in the, I'm going to put a link in the show notes for that as soon as we get off the air. Uh, the link for the coffee in the show notes as well. Or you can go to tinyurl.com forward slash legendary brew. So again, thanks everybody for checking this out, doing all the things, and we'll catch you next time. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Peace. 
This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.